such a great job. But uh, just good to yeah come out and play well and had a, had a lot of guys back and it I think it showed more this year than last year. We had some experience, which is which is big. That was Bethany High School head football coach John Arthur talking about his team's big win on Friday night. Today, we take a look back at week zero of the Oklahoma high school football season, where teams across the state were able to set the tone for the first time this year. We're joined by high school sports writers Cameron Jordan and Nick Sardis, who give their insight on the games they attended, reported on, and the big performances they witnessed along the way. Here's what we saw. I'm James D. Jackson, and this is the Oklahoman Sports Insider. All right, Nick, so you were out at Community Christian and Crossings Christian uh, for Friday night coverage. What was something interesting that you saw out there as you, as you got a chance to look at them for the first game of the season? Well, it started uh, just about as good as Crossings Christian could have hoped for. Uh, so the very first play of the game, uh, Crossings Christian, they have this uh, squib kick and Crossings Christian recovered it. Well, I think it went a little further than we wanted. Uh, <laughs> uh, we were trying to kick to the person in front of number 22, but, uh, but it went to him and we, got, we, got, we had great coverage and, and got a big hit on him. So, uh, you know, sometimes things work out not better than you plan. Just like a perfect start for them. Two plays later, Mason Snyder took a reverse, 27 yards for a touchdown. First, and coming to the near sideline is Mason Snyder. He has running room to the 15, cuts it back inside of the 10. Nice move down inside the five, and a touchdown. Mason Snyder. Uh, you know that call was brought to you by Squirtle, by the way. But uh, you know that was that that was huge for Crossings Christian, and it really set the tone for the night. And they really, you know, the the Knights really just dominated from then on. They didn't even allow. A, a score until the fourth quarter. So um, that touchdown run was was huge. And thanks again to Scottle for that clip. Nick, it was such a great game for Crossings overall, and I'm assuming it meant a lot to them after the way last season went. Who would you talk to after that game, and what did they have to say? Talked to uh, Coach Jonathan Keithley, and I talked to uh, quarterback Drew Wood. Man, I'm proud of all of our guys. Everyone stepped up big tonight. I'm especially proud of our O-line. They were the challenge. And they stepped up big time. And our guys, our guys made plays. I have 100% trust in them every time in the show tonight. They made big plays. Um, you know, both of them, you know, they're, they're pretty optimistic about the future, I, I would say. You know, I think, you know, as far as us, like in our preseason rankings, we did not have them very high. Uh, <laughs> and Community Christian was 12th. And, you know, Crossings really struggled last year. But I think that, you know, there's a, there's a lot of optimism uh, around this team. And that was kind of the, the biggest thing that I took away from talking to both of them, that they feel like they're, um, you know, the program has really bounced back and is going to have a, uh, a really good year. All right, so Cam, you, you went out to uh, Edmond Santa Fe and Owasso, which is one of those primetime games that everybody in the state is watching, you know, with the east and west side deal that's happening. Uh, just talk about a little bit what you saw out there. What did you find interesting? Yeah, you know, I think one of the biggest things that I saw is Owasso showed why it's a true contender. Um, offensively, really solid. Had multiple receivers who made a big impact. Quarterback Austin Havens had five passing touchdowns. 
Um, and then defensively up front, they're arguably the best front four in the state. Chris McClellan, the standout defensive end, is number two in our Oklahoma Super 30. Uh, had a really, really big game. Well, I feel like, I, you know, of course, for the first game of the season, facing some some different competitions, seeing some different looks in our own on offense, uh, it was a pretty good game. But, you know, there's always room for improvement. As good as Owasso's offense was, they scored 45 points. I thought the defense was equally as impressive. Uh, the game was actually tied 15-15. At one point, and Owasso ended up winning 45-22. to 22. Uh, Defense really turned it on. The offense was clicking all night, but I was really impressed with Owasso's defense. And although Santa Fe lost, uh, they had four straight possessions when they got inside of Owasso's 30 and didn't score. So kudos, to again, to Owasso's defense for having its back against the end zone, being able to stop Santa Fe. But I think there's definitely rooms, uh, signs of encouragement for Santa Fe, knowing that, hey, Owasso is expected to be this great team. We're able to drive the ball against them, but they just have to be able to finish they had a turn they had a couple of turnovers a couple of turnover on downs so it was a really fun game Owasso uh, was definitely obviously in control but I do think that uh, definitely signs of improvement for both teams moving on into uh, week one now who did you have a chance to talk to after the game and what did they have to say that sparked your interest yeah, you know, I, I spoke with Chris McClellan, like I just mentioned him. I, I spoke with him. Uh, it was his first game at Owasso, moved in from uh, Tulsa Edison last year. Um, just wanted to speak with him about what it was like to play with his new teammates. Spoke to him about his huge game, uh, what kind of his nerves were before the game and everything. And, and he was uh, he was a blast to talk to. Man, it was great, man. Great team win. But you know, I think there's room for us to keep getting better and keep growing as a team. And and just like our, our mechanics, you know, so just keep working on stuff like that. That was very interesting, uh, very happy to be there, but he's also wasn't satisfied, you know, as well as he played, as well as the front seven played. Um, he still feels that there's room for improvement, and he was really already looking forward to next week. Also talked with both head coaches, Bill Blank and Chip Owasso. Uh, very happy with his team's defense, was happy with uh, how solid his team adjusted throughout the game. Said they kind of got off to a rough start offensively early, but really settled in, and they did. Oh, it's a quality opponent. I'm telling you, they've got guys that can play. Coach White does a great job. We knew we would have to grind it out, and the first half was exactly what I thought it would be. And uh, fortunately, we got a couple of turnovers and were able to kind of get a, get some space from them. And, and played well uh, uh, in the late second quarter and through the second half. And then Kyle White at Santa Fe, kind of like I mentioned, realizes all those little mistakes add up. And for a team like uh, a team like a West Side team, a big West Side team, to be able to beat one of the top ones in the East, can't have all those little mistakes. But was also really encouraged by what he saw. And uh, again, looking forward to next week. Uh, you know, our kids play hard, and I'm very optimistic about the season. And you know, we have a way of, of getting better as the season goes along. And so, uh, you know, there's no doubt in my mind we'll get that stuff fixed. So both coaches, it's early in the year, non-district games, so it doesn't count toward playoff seating, but always uh, wanting to take stuff encouraging looking forward. And I think both teams are able to do that. We finished the podcast with one of the best individual performances that I've ever seen. On Friday, I attended the Jones and Bethany High School football game, which began with a ribbon cutting to introduce and reveal Jones's brand new football field named Tim Wallace Memorial Stadium. The presentation was great and it was a wonderful moment for Jones, but just put that on the back burner for a second. Our main interest in the game and the reason that I was out there was to see how Jones's Iowa commit Carson May and Bethany's Texas Tech commit Jocelyn Malasco would perform. And they each had great games, combining for three touchdowns. 
but it was Bethany quarterback and wide receiver Taylor Heim that stole the show. Heim scored all four of Bethany's touchdowns, throwing two and catching a 44-yarder as a receiver, which is called by 107.7 the franchise. Gillen in the backfield to the left of Wetwiska. Play action, Wetwiska looking down the field for Heim. It's complete! Touchdown, Bethany! Wow. A 44-yard touchdown pass from Kale Wetwiska to Taylor Heim, and Bethany is up two touchdowns on Jones. And it all went along with an option play run that he executed so well that I didn't even know he had scored a touchdown until after the game. His performance helped Bethany avenge last season's loss to Jones. So I spoke with him a little after the game just to see what the win meant to the Broncos. It means revenge. We're, we're going. We're not stopping here. We're going. Bethany will take on John Marshall next week, a team that Bethany also lost to last season. But if Heim can be as good as he was last week, they certainly have a shot to go 2-0. and We'll be right back. He is uh, just an incredible, you know, worker. And I'll tell you what's great about both of those quarterbacks, Taylor and Kale, is, you know, they couldn't care less who's who's the guy catching the snaps or who's a receiver or who's playing defense. I mean, they're both going to do whatever you ask them to do, and they're going to be leaders on the sideline. And, you know, it's always nice when you got those two guys, and instead of it being instead of it being animosity between the two, they're, you know, they're just they're there for each other. And that's, that's big time and um, special for sure. Enjoy this podcast or the coverage our high school reporters gave over week zero. Download the Oklahoma app to get your news on the go. Or visit the Oklahoma website and consider subscribing. Also, we'd like to give a special thanks to Squirtle.com and 1077 The Franchise for allowing us to use their game calls on the show. Appreciate it. I'm James D. Jackson, and this has been the Oklahoma Sports Insider. We'll talk soon.